We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And a pleasant good evening to everyone out there in Irish Breakdown land. I am Vince D'Addario. I am the football analyst here at IrishBreakdown.com. And with me, as always, is Brian Driscoll. He's over there. Uh, he is the publisher at IrishBreakdown.com. You're starting to get that pointing thing down, Pat. I, I still haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm got like you, you've got it down, Pat, Vince. I'm like, <laughs> no, I still don't have a clue what I'm doing. So we are wrapping up a long day uh, at Notre Dame Stadium uh, that obviously ended with a Notre Dame victory. Mm-hmm. Was it a perfect victory? No. Did they win by two touchdowns? Yes. Nope. So things are, you know, they're 3-0, right? We always start off that way. Right. The bottom line is they're 3-0. Yeah. And, and that, that's a good thing. So, yeah. you know, we're going to And we got to meet some thoughts. members of the Irish Breakdown community Absolutely. this week. So we had our tailgate today. So we had some people uh, that were there for that. Um, and it was, uh, it was cool. great. It was a Beautiful day, Vince. I mean, it yeah. was it was hot, well, but it wasn't it was, like it wasn't we, like you were on the side of the know. stadium that was in the shade. I was well, not at the in the second late in the second quarter. We got the shade, but the uh, first yeah. quarter was pretty the pretty entire game. Uh, we I was not, and yeah. it was very very yeah. very warm. Yeah, uh, but hey, it's okay. Got to watch Notre yeah. Dame win a game. Yeah, I'm, much I'm better good. much better crowd today. Alex Udall super chat. Thanks, Alex. He said stadium looked pretty full, and the stupid drum was outside. Everyone, calm down Dude. and let's talk football. Do Are we going to talk about the drum? Because I need to talk about the drum. Let, hey, before we get we, going in the game, okay. if you want to, yeah. Okay. Let's start with a rant. That's what I'm all about. <sighs> okay. I ended last week's show, or last show, yesterday's yeah. show, with a rant. You can yeah. start that one. Okay. So I get in the car. I, I'm with my in-laws. We decided to drive together. And he, the first thing he says to me, because my, my brother-in-law went to Purdue. Okay. So obviously the parents have, you know, allegiances to where their kids went to school, whatever, fine. So he's like, oh, they won't let the drum in. That's just so petty, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's a uh, same thing we said on the show. It's a drum. Take it down a notch. The drum's never scored a touchdown. It doesn't matter that much. Okay. And I said, I go, look, if they don't allow the leprechaun to go to Purdue next time Notre Dame goes to West Lafayette, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it because the, the leprechaun hasn't scored any touchdowns either. So I'm good. I'm okay. Well, during halftime, okay, the, the Purdue band goes and does their thing. They bring out the dudes with the hard hats who are supposed to like accompany the drum and they're running around like the drum is there and they're pretending to bang on the invisible drum. Like they took it to a whole new level 
of petty, we don't get to have our drum in the stadium nonsense. They did an entire song dedicated to the hundred years. So drum. you've just been very much bitter for like since that happened. Like Dude. you just seem real salty about that. And I I gotta say, Vince, I didn't see it, so I'm not salty about it. But if I'd seen it, I probably would have lost it. I, I got a lot of problems with the drum. Number one, do you need a helmet to bang a drum? I thought that was a little it's a big ridiculous. drum. It's a big, big drum. drum. Might fall on you. Yeah. Hundred year old, you know, maybe yeah. the wood's gonna crack on you. I don't know. But and I, I told my father in law, I go, look, man, the only reason Purdue has the world's largest drum is because nobody cares enough to make a bigger one. Okay. So you yeah. guys enjoy your drum. That's fine. It's outside the stadium. But they were pretending to bang on the yeah. drums. Oh my gosh, it was so pathetic. I'm sorry. They were literally doing circles around like it looked like they were doing um duck duck goose. Okay. They would run around, run around, boom, run around, run around, boom. Like, come on, guys. That's a that's ridiculous. Anyway, well, I'm just glad we don't have over. to ever talk about the drum again. And we do get Fair to talk enough. about some football events. And that's what we're here for. So let's Let's dive into football. That is the lamest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> I'm just, sorry. I, I, I just, I'm so glad. I'm annoyed, and I didn't even see it. I can only imagine. But let's yeah. talk about this football game, Vince. And I, I just think my overall take from this game is this team still has a lot of work to do. No but question. They're, they're getting better. They've gotten better each week, in my opinion. I think the defense especially has gotten better each week, which we'll dive into the offense and defense specifically. But, you know, the thing that I took away from today's game is I thought one of my beefs last week is I thought this team didn't really play with a ton of emotion, a lot of mm -hmm. fire. I thought that was not an issue today. There was a lot of sloppy play. I mean, Notre Dame should it have won this game like 41 to 13. 100% I mean, agree. This game shouldn't have even been competitive. A lot of mistakes that kept it from, from getting there. But they did what they needed to do. They, they didn't play great complimentary football. It's like the offense made a score – to go up 17 six. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, I yelled at somebody out the car as we were driving, and another guy was, I'm from Indianapolis. I know you. I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> so that was cool. So, what's up, Ethan? Thanks for jumping in. Anyway, continue, sir. Thank you. Uh, so, you, you know, you had that chance late, you know, in the second half, you go up 17 six, and the defense is playing great, and you give up a score on the next drive. It's the two big plays back to back. You know, you give up the score. Offense kind of answers, you know, but it just – this team still has a lot of work to do. But they are a team that has a lot of work to do that's now 3-0. I thought that we saw last week you had two All-Americans make huge mistakes in the game that were costly. Kyle Hamilton had several that were the hurt team. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kyron Williams has that huge fumble. Your All-American stepped up and made huge plays today, right? That's a sign of a team that's got some leadership to it. You know, you, you struggle in the first half – offensively you come out you make some adjustments things go well the defense was was you know giving up ground the first drive made some adjustments and and shut Purdue down like so we saw live on the fly corrections and adjustments from the coaching staff which to me made me happy to see that Vince because yes. this is a well coached Purdue team in my opinion and and today Notre Dame's coaching was was better than theirs was in a lot in a lot of ways not not always but in a lot of ways so Look, 3-0, there's going to be some good things we're going to talk about. There's some things I'm very pleased by. There's some things that are still very concerning to me, including sure. some comments that Brian Kelly made after the game concerning the offensive line, which we'll get into. But, Vince, I want to start with the defense. Okay, let's do that. I, well, let me give – can I give some overall thoughts here real quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I it's, it's like, funny. No, because, no, we're talking – I already said defense. We're talking about the defense. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, listen. So this was a completely different game for me uh, because I wasn't sitting next to you. Let's put it this way. I'm like an adult with ADHD. You keep me focused on like the game, like the football, the X's and O's stuff, right? I'm watching the game with my son and I'm kind of teaching him some stuff and we're talking. And so I was not focused on as much as I should have been. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I'm going to really need to watch the film. So my overall feelings about the game were more from a fan perspective. I'll be honest with you. And it was, I thought the offensive line played better than they did last week. That the bar is not very high. Okay. Let me let me be real clear on that. They played better than they did last week, but there was a lot, there's a, there's still a ton of room for improvement. I, I thought, you know, we'll get into individuals. Uh, they took a step forward and I'll I'll take it. I'll I'll take it. They took a step forward. And since I'm talking about the offensive line, Brian, you can bring up that super chat if you want to. If you're are you down there? If not, I'll do it. I am not, but I got it. Yeah. Well, you, then you got it. <laughs> yeah. John A. One says, Tosh Baker gave me a little hope today. How did you guys see it? I, I, from my perspective, I thought Tosh battled. I, I thought he did okay. There were some times where he got he got boat raced a little bit on the outside. Um, but again, it was the other tackle that worried me more. And again, we're going to get into some individuals. Um, but I, I thought the offensive line paid better. Uh, but the defense, I thought the defense brought it. I, th- I didn't like the touchdown drive, obviously. Um, there, there's some things I would have liked to see done better there, but the reality is they gave up a few field goals. You know, if, if, if you're going to give up a few field goals, you're going to win a lot of football games. I, I thought the onus was on the offense today. I, I think the offense didn't play to their potential. They, they, they left some points out there for sure. And that's what bothers me the most. I was sitting right in the end zone where Braden Lindsay dropped that ball. Like, you could just see it in slow motion. As soon as Cone let go of it, Lindsey's got a five-yard head, you know, lead on the on the. And I'm like, I stood up. I'm like, oh, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. So they left points on the board. There's no question. And Jack Cone was not sharp. Uh, but again, we'll get into that specifically. First half wasn't Correct. sharp in the first half. It's very Agreed. sharp in the second. I, I should have said that, and I apologize. Yeah. Um, but yes. Yeah, so let's let's talk defense first. I thought the defense played well overall. There obviously there's still some things to clean up. What they started the game with Foskey at linebacker, and I I I almost strangled somebody sitting around me at that point. Like that's I did not want to see that. He's still not a linebacker, uh, Brian. That I didn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. When the game was on the line, they went away from it. Um, which duh, I think that you know, hopefully we're not going to see as much of it. But that bothered me. Like you start the game with that, I oh, I didn't like that. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Yeah, I had the same thought, but then uh, that first series was just all out of whack, Vince. It's like, you know, you're giving up. Uh, they were out of position. You're giving up the flats. I think sure. that was the series where JD Bertrand just gets out of position on a on a screen pass, and he could have had a tackle for yeah like barely any just, game. They yeah. were all out of sorts on that first drive. But you know, here's what I liked about the game is they they were they were put on a short field right away. The offense sure. goes negative yards. Purdue gets the ball in Notre Dame territory to start the game. And I'm like, oh, here we go. They gave up some ground. Purdue drove it down, got in, but Notre Dame held held firm and forced a field goal, right? So that was good. But after that, you saw them make some changes. And that early screen game success and perimeter success that they had, with the for the most part, Notre Dame sniffed that out. I mean, I Purdue agree. came into this game averaging uh, about 344 passing yards per game. They finished with 291. Mm-hmm. 66 of that came on the final two drives after Notre Dame went up 27-13 and kind of said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna and make." They were, and they were dinking and dunking. It was all right, horizontal which is stuff. which is what if you're Notre Dame, hey, right. you're down two scores, right? And, yeah. and there's Do five that all minutes day. left. You, fine, go for <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. Uh, so I mean, they held them to way under their their season average, and they averaged 8.8 yards per attempt coming in the game. They didn't even average 8.8 yards per completion in the game. There were 8.1 yards per completion. They're only at 5.4 because what Notre Dame did is number one. They were all over, all over the quick game and screen game, all yes. over it. I mean, yeah. one of my keys to the game, and I talked about it again today in my What to Look For article, Vince, was you cannot let David Bell take this game over. You Correct. cannot. you got to have a David Bell game plan. Purdue came into this game saying, hey, we're not going to let Michael Mayer take us out of their game. And they they took Michael Mayer away. They did. And Notre Dame said, we're not going to let David Bell take this game over. And and David Bell did not. He had seven catches for 62 yards. Here's the difference between the two teams. If you want to take Michael Mayer away, they still have Kyron Williams, Chris Tyree, Avery Davis, Brayden Lindsey. Right. Where Purdue is like, well, you take David Austin, David Bell away, and, and you don't have That's a it. lot of other options. So <laughs> I thought that was a great game plan. They, they, I mean, you even saw like Jason Adamiola blowing up a screen. You saw Justin Adamiola on a throwback screen that I thought was going to go for six if he doesn't sniff that out. Uh, and he, he, he didn't actually make the play, but he forced it back inside and Bo Bauer recovered and made the tackle. And it wasn't even, it, it went, I don't know if you know the play I'm talking about in the second, first quarter. They rolled out and threw a throwback screen to the back, and Ju- Justin Adamiola is the only guy that Justin saw it. Did. Yes, and Justin came out. Did I say Jason again? Yeah, I meant you to did. say Justin. You did. Jason yeah. blew up the first screen. Justin right. did the second one. Right, and Justin forces it back inside because he overran it. But right. it forced the. But his, yeah, he had exactly. to do that though. He uh, had absolutely. to. He had to get outside. He could not. He had to have. He had to re- you know recover the contain. Forced it back inside. By that point in time, Bo Bauer had had kind of sniffed it out too and got out there. Yeah. That could have been a huge play, and J- and Justin did a great job. And I just thought they're you know all over the quick game. You know, like you had mentioned early, like Drew 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 White got beat on a perimeter throw early, and JD Bertrand got beat on that. You know, missed that missed tackle. After that, I thought tackle. the linebacker play against the screen. Isaiah Pryor and Jack Kaiser combined for like fourteen tackles. A lot of them were like on those quick throws. I thought JD. I mean, then there's later in the game they went back to that swing pass on third and one. This time JD's downhill oh. and he blows it up in the backfield. Just stoned um, them. Just absolutely. I stoned thought the them. game plan was great. Purdue came out in the second half. That first drive had some stuff working. You get down and get the field goal. Then Notre Dame makes their adjustments quickly on the fly, and Purdue did not threaten them again the rest of the, the rest of the game. Uh, you know, so I I thought that was 
Well, Drew Wright even. Well, I, no, they, I was they, actually they had another touchdown covers. drive. Yeah. So I I thought that I thought that the adjustments they made in the game, you know, they give up those two long plays, they make some adjustments, just a little things here and there, and again, they were mistakes again. That was my one, you know, my one negative. You have a chance to put the game away. Mm-hmm. It's what seventeen six. And you allow them to the back-to-back play. So I said they didn't threaten again. They had that that other drive in the in the third quarter, and it was essentially have a corner fire, and Clarence Lewis has to hit the back, absolutely, and he misses. And then JD doesn't get over the top, and it's next thing you know, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a right. And 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 I had some people say, oh, well, you know, Houston's got no. Houston's got to worry about not letting the pass get thrown to the X. That's what he has to worry about. He's not looking run. He has to protect against the throw because you're bringing a corner fire. By the time he recovered, he was able to make that play. But J.D. and Clarence have to make that play. And then the very next play, Cam Hart gets beat on a 32-yard game by David Bell. It's only, I think, big play. No, or was it Milton Wright? I think no, it was David Bell. It was David Bell. It yeah, David and Bell. it was the only big play that he made all game. And then, you know, and then, and then again, just mistakes that, that they've got to clean up. And then you've got a third down stop. Clarence Lewis is in great position to make another pass breakup, just like last week. And he flipping reaches with his outside arm again. And it's just not trusting your technique. So you're about to hold them to a field goal and another mistake. So there still was some of that. But then after that drive, when Notre Dame went down and kicked the field goal, the defense said, "Mm -mm, nope, this one's over. And they just dominated Purdue up front the rest of the – I mean, pretty much until until they got that 27-13 lead. I thought I heard – and correct me if I'm wrong uh, because you're more of a numbers guy than I am. I thought I heard them say in the the press conference that that Notre Dame – didn't allow any points for the last 22 minutes of the game. Does that sound right? Yeah, because they got their two scores early in the third yeah. quarter. So, look, we wanted the defense to show up in the fourth quarter. They showed up in the fourth quarter. They had two interceptions, yeah. right? They, so they, they forced a turnover because they allowed that kind of long drive. Not that I think Notre Dame was in danger because they were still up two scores, but they allowed that long drive. Right. They, get the inter- they get the interception in the end zone. Right. Then they get another interception towards the end of the game to kind of ice it, obviously. Uh, but the defense stepped up in the fourth quarter, and that's all. Yep. That's what we asked them to do, a complete yep. game. And outside of the one drive, I think they had a pretty good game. They, so, they scored with 7.08 in the third quarter, Vince. Okay, so, so there you go. 22 that's, minutes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And it made it 17-13. And then the defensive line just overwhelmed them. And, then, and yeah. Notre Dame had a chance to put this game even away even faster. I, I'll tell you, there was something I saw – I actually went home at halftime and watched the rest of the game. Oh, did you really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, before, so Notre Dame makes a big stop. It's 20 to, it's 20, I think it was 20 to 13 at the time. They make a big stop and Brian Kelly walks up to Jack Cohn and just smacks him on the butt real hard. Like, hey, let's go get this. Yeah. And that first play, you come back and he throws the bomb to Braden Lindsay that should have just put that game away. It would have. That would have been game over. Now, if you, I don't know if you saw live, Vince, but like the sun was in his eyes, but you've got to make that catch. I mean, it hit him right here. I mean, you've it was got a, to make that. It catch. was for all the issues that Jack Cohen had in the first half. Right. The throws that he had, the one to Avery Davis was right. Money. The one to Braden um, to Braden Lindsay was money. Mm-hmm. There was a couple uh, right. throws that he had to Avery Davis that were perfect yeah. zone throws. You know, yeah. over the corner in front of the safety. I mean, those are beautiful right. balls. Right. Um, but he struggled. He struggled right. in the first half, but. Man, second half. Yeah, yeah, no question. I, I didn't get back. My my point yeah, was is sorry. like at that. No, you're fine. I'm the one that brought it up. <laughs> Dang it, Vince, man. Just because I brought it up doesn't mean you should talk about it. Uh, my my point was is like that was a stretch in the game where it's like, okay, who are you going to be Notre Dame, right? right? And again, they didn't make some plays. Kevin Austin had a big drop that he's he's got to make that catch. You know, I mean, there was opportunities for them to put it away, but they didn't really do it. 
but the defense at that point in time, like the offense missed some opportunities. The defense, however, at that point in time, they responded to that mistake by saying, okay, we're gonna, don't worry, we're going to get you another short field. You know sure. what I mean? We're going to get you the ball back. I mean, back-to-back three and outs after Purdue got it close. And in those back-to-back three and outs, the Notre Dame offense was able to finally kind of get things going and and, and put the game away. So I, I really liked what we saw from defense. I, I Here's what I liked at the end of the day. The defensive line is still really good. Mm-hmm. I thought Myron Tungvaloa had a, a, a really good game. Not only – like when they asked him to penetrate, he was – I mean, he blew up that one third and one – he set the edge really effectively. His penit- you know, that stop, that fourth and one stop that Kyle Hamilton had. It was Myron that first got into the hole, forced the bounce. Then Bo Bauer flew up and forced him to stretch it out even more. And then Kyle. And that's ended when it. Kyle Hamilton right? cleaned it up. Yeah. It great team defense. Like we mm-hmm. saw so many plays like that today, Vince, where it's just great team defense, where it's like Justin Adamiola forces that guy back inside on that screen and Bo Bauer's there to clean it up, right? We saw that so much today. Kyle uh, Cam Hart tips that pass, and you know DJ Brown's there to pick it off. We saw so much great team defense today, and then of course there's individual great plays as well. So sure. that really encouraged me. But the other thing that I really liked about today's game, Vince, is we saw this Notre Dame staff going toe to toe with what I believe to be one of the best offensive minds in the game, and constantly counter punching. And it didn't take but one series. Purdue would change something, and Notre Dame immediately, bam, we're going to make that change and go right back at it. But the one thing that they have that allows them to do that is they have a defensive line that they can sick on people. Yeah, they did today. And and they did. I mean, it was Jason Adamiol, it was Justin, it was Foskey, it was Myron, it was Heinish, I thought, just blew up the inside run. He had one time where he got sealed inside, and they cut back for like a seven, eight-yard gain. Outside of that, I mean, he just owned the middle of the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought a cr- Nana had a big sack on a play where Kyle. They tried to do that reverse, and they were gonna like you know they threw they the reverse throw and, it. and Kyle throw it, yeah. was all right. over it. And then Nana gets out there, sacks yeah. the guy. It was it was perfectly covered in the defensive backfield. Is that that was in the first half, right? So you were still there. Yes, yes. It, yeah. it was they they had him bracketed. Oh like, yeah, they, they oh, didn't yeah. fall for it at all. In the, the corner didn't backfield. fall for it. Yeah. Kyle was right on top of yeah. it, made the guy stop. And honestly, the, so the kid the kid took a loss obviously because he got yeah. tackled. But if he throws that ball, it's picked it's, off. Oh yeah, but see that's that's preparation, Vince. Yeah, absolutely. That happens because you were prepared for that coming into the game. That's that's the kind of thing you say. Okay, they were prepared for that. That they got beat on the throwback, but they that that also was a great call at the right time because Notre Dame was bringing a rover fire on that play because um, uh, Isaiah Pryor blitzed. That's just hey, you know what? They got us on that one, sure. right? Like the guy that would have had that contained, we blitzed. I mean, they just got us on that one. But the awareness of Justin Adamiola to see that and then sniff that out and then Bo Bauer to go help clean it up, Vince. You know, those are the kind of things to me that you look at and say, boy, that, the counter-punching that this staff did today, defensively, I thought was impressive. Sure. I thought the safety play, which has, let's be honest, has been kind of mediocre this year, was solid against Florida State. Obviously, Kyle had the two big plays, but there's also some mistakes. It was pretty bad against against Toledo. I thought the safety play today was really good. And DJ Brown had a decent game. Yeah, he did. I, well, I, I even out and, and I wrote this in my game observations events. I said DJ Brown played probably the best game of his career, and I'm 100%. not even talking about the interception. Yeah, 
Because yeah. that really wasn't him. The like, interception was kind of playing in the right place at but, the right but time. But he was but, where he was supposed to but, be. Yeah, exactly. But that's not like, oh, God, look at the play DJ made. I'm take the interception away. Right. They they put him in nickel. He was in coverage at times, Vince, on slots, and he was covering guys. Yeah. Houston was in was in position You know, most of the day. He was in he good position. He missed one tackle that I didn't like. Uh, I yep. can't remember what it was, but it was an open field tackle that allowed a yep. first down. I was like, yep. oh, come on, Houston, you're yep. going to make that. Right. Make but that he tackle. was solid other than that. Yeah. Kyle was yeah. phenomenal. Okay. Can I, can I give an anecdote real quick? Sure. Like, what do you do? You expect me to say no one of these times? You might. I don't know. <laughs> But okay, so I, this is why I can't stand sitting in the stands. Okay, I had this lady sitting behind me, and it's I don't know middle of the third quarter, towards the end of the third quarter. I don't know why Kyle Hamilton's an All American. I haven't heard his name one time. I looked, I looked back. I go, Are you watching the same game that I'm watching? You know, mm-hmm. the, the kid had ten tackles. He ends up with an interception, two pass breakups. What more Huge do you fourth want? and one stop, right? Like what, what do you, and and they're and they're going away from him most right. of the time when they're throwing right. the ball, right? I thought yeah, like sorry. Oh, yeah. it's so frustrating. So yeah. frustrating. Jack Cohn should have been benched in the first quarter. Kevin Austin can't play. Right. I heard a lot of fun stuff today. I'm sure you did. Uh but uh but but back to back to the sorry, you know, kind of, no, it's, it's all good, but back, yeah. it's, it's, it's trust like, me, I get it. Uh but but back to back to Kyle Hamilton though, Vince, it's I liked how they used him today. And, and and to me, that's also a good coaching sign because number one, it was we got to get our all American back on track after last week's game. But at the we same time, it was also we've got this is a team. If you look at Purdue, we talked about this. They are a short to intermediate passing team. That is that is where they live. That is where because they've got similar problems in Notre Dame. They can't protect long enough to throw the ball down the field. Uh what's up, Tommy? How you doing, my man? Um they they just can't protect that well, Vince. So they make a living middle of the field, short game, screen game, all that kind of stuff. So what does Marcus Freeman do? Whereas Kyle's playing center field a lot the last couple games, they brought Kyle down and had Houston playing center field. So you get Kyle near the ball. You're muted, by the way. You're yes, I was. They they had him man to man on the slot. I mean, it was yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but. Okay, six, but that's six, why he whatever. was in position like, to come yeah. down and blow up that fourth down and blow up, you know, and, and and not that I'm I'm not happy that David Bell got knocked out of the game, but but that he was able to knock that ball loose on that play sure. because he was downhill. Look, I, I thought that I, was a great coaching decision by was, by Marcus Freeman and his staff to get Kyle. Hey, against this team, we got to get our All American down closer to the ball, and it, and, and it was a good hit. I mean, it's a good yeah. clean hit. Yeah. It's just football, and it's unfortunate. Well, I don't want to see anybody get I, hit. I, who was it? Who was the guy trying to say it was targeting? <laughs> One of the announcers, Are like you, 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 yeah. And then the the, rep, the official guy was like, "Yeah, that's not targeting." I mean, as long as he launched, he and turned. Was, I mean, he. Yeah. Li- well, they said it was a launch. I'm like, well, how do you launch it? How do you not? How do you tackle and not launch? But the other guy, the ref, the official guy came in and said, "No, it's you know because he he whatever." Yeah, I mean, it was all shoulder, but, but they I, didn't show yeah. any replays in the stadium. So anybody yeah. that was there, yeah, that was odd because it was yeah. an injury. I mean, yeah. I, okay, but like. There's no replays. I yeah. logged in on my phone real quick. I'm like, I think they would have shown a replay if they would have reviewed it for targeting, but they never did. Oh, sure. So I just thought the game plan was good. The adjustments were great. They went back and forth. And that's the one thing that we said we wanted to learn about Marcus Freeman and his staff this week is could he go, you know, check for check with, with Jeff Brom? And today he did it. I mean, yeah. I thought he did a great job. No I question about it. I was expecting more from Jeff Brom, to be honest with you, from an offensive standpoint. I 
I was surprised that when they got on the goal line, you know, he tried to run it up the gut twice. You know what I mean? There, there was just a few mm-hmm. things that because they were having some, a little bit of success on the outside. Um, that was a little so, so there was a few things I was a little surprised about that I, I thought that it would be a little bit more inventive on his end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think a lot of that it, has to do with yeah. Marcus Freeman. I thought they tried a lot of punches. stuff. I just thought Notre Dame was all over it. I mean, they tried the reverse pass. They they had the throwback that has been a big play for them. Uh, I thought where they had some success early too is when they thought they could get Notre Dame in uh, in, in man situations is where they had some success early. They got Notre Dame and man. Well, Notre Dame mixed up their coverages a lot more in this game, Vince. We saw a lot more zone, and I don't think that was good for Purdue because they don't have the athletes outside of Bell to 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 outrun guys. Right. That's the difference between Purdue and, and Toledo. Toledo had more overall receiver speed. Purdue's got one guy that's fast. Right. And that's David Bell. And I thought the Notre Dame linebackers did, and safeties did a really good job on their tight end too. And, and like so on the, the on the, the what's that? The tight end did nothing today. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, the ball he kind of dropped in the end zone that Kyle picked off. I mean, that would have been a tough catch because Jack Kaiser's right there fronting him and got his hand right between him and the ball. I don't think he saw the ball till it was past him because Jack was in such great position. So I thought they did a great job of high-lowing him all game, a linebacker underneath and a safety over top. I thought they did a great job of playing inside out on David Bell on the perimeter. I thought it was a great game plan. I thought it was executed well for the, with the exception of yeah, really early on that first drive as you're kind of getting used to some of the stuff to produce at you. And then that one touchdown drive, uh, I thought that overall, I thought though that they executed it very well. I mean, again, this team came in scoring 39 and a half points oh, per sure. game and 480 plus yards uh, of offense per game. And Notre Dame held them to 13 points and 380 yeah. some yards and, no, How much was it? 348. 348. And you know. what, about 80 of that was on the last two drives after Notre Dame <laughs> was Because, well, yeah, it was all the dink and dunk, yeah. you know. And it, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, overall, Vince, I, I, and I liked it. They, this was the most complete. I mean, the, the corners, I thought, had some mistakes in this game, like, you know, the pass interference. And They're still a little a too handsy times, when it comes to some of that. Way too handsy. They got yeah. away with a, a no call on a pass interference on, on one of those. But they've got to trust their technique a little bit more. But they also made some plays. You know, Cam makes that sure. big play late. Uh, th- yeah, I, I think they – but they, they were still solid, at least, in this game. Safety yeah. play was better. Linebacker play was better. The front continued to to ball, you know. And thank you for those two super chats, too, by the way, Mike. But overall, Vince, I I, I don't think I could be happier with the play of the defense today. Yeah. Coaching-wise, yeah. execution-wise, is there still stuff to clean up on defense? Yeah, quite a bit, which is kind of the encouraging thing because this team, this defense, to me, is still not close to being reaching its full potential. There There's was, still plenty to clean up. Yeah, th- there was no time where I was necessarily worried about Purdue coming back once Notre Dame had the lead because of the defense, you know, to be honest I was way more worried about this outcome last week than I was yeah, this week. me too. Me too. Absolutely. I just didn't think Purdue could put enough drives together. Right. And what I yeah. and I know we're going to transition to the offense, but what I saw from the offense and the lack of production um because stuff was open. <laughs> I mean, the, the stuff was open and they they just weren't hitting it. So, um I I I have faith obviously. I mean, I I think you know, is this team going to be a defensive led team? Um I don't know. Because they can't, they're not going to win all their games scoring like they did today. They're not. Yeah. Right. But the defense picked them up today. Right. That's what team. That's what. That's what good. That's what good teams do. They, you know, one side of the ball's not picking it up, the other side helps them out. Right. Right. So, 
Uh, I, I was encouraged by that. I will say that. I, I thought the defense played well overall. We got a, a, a super chat here from Triple Deck Poe. Says, Indy is a good team. They just need more game experience. Agree. I really like Cam Hart. He's going to be a good one. Hope he stays healthy. That's the thing we have to remember about Cam Hart. Cam Hart's playing his third game at cornerback, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, and, and so he's going to make some mistakes. I, I, he's, I, to me, he's been better than Clarence Lewis. And Clarence has a lot more experience playing cornerback in the, in this system today. So I agree. I, I, uh, but I think they've both been solid. Right, they've been great. They, they they were really good on deep coverage. Purdue tried to stretch them a couple times, and and they just had to go to checkdowns because I thought the coverage was that where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was a good part of today's game as well. I, I thought on all three levels, Vince. I thought the play was at least good, and then it was really good up front, and and at times it was really good at linebacker. But the thing about linebackers, there was fewer mistakes this week, Vince. Right. That's what I thought. And even though they did it on the first series, they didn't you they didn't do as much with. Foskey playing that linebacker. They had Adam Yola doing more of that today. I don't remember seeing Jordan Patelho on defense today. I didn't either. I saw him on, he special, was on teams. special teams. I he was, did not he was see back him. to being a, a beast on you know coverage. Was, he made some plays uh yeah. on the coverage unit. I, I was looking for him uh defensively, but I never actually yeah. saw him. So um uh, and as we transition to the other side yeah. of the ball, Ryan, uh thank you for the super chat, man. Really appreciate it. Didn't forget about you, man. Uh, he says lots of recruits on campus today. Do you think this game made a good impression? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll say yes because I think what a recruit would have seen today is a recruit would have seen a team that played hard, a team that is you know got some talent, and, and you know you beat a power five team. But I think a guy would have also said, depending on what position you played, and I think I can help there <laughs> at some of those offensive yeah. positions. Like, hey, I think I can help there. But look, I think if you're a defensive recruit, you really liked what you saw today. You saw an aggressive defense. You saw a, a, a big play defense. You know, you you made some third third down stops. You made some fourth down stops. You you made some some sudden ch- not sudden change because they, really, they didn't have any turnovers, but sort of like a hey, you know, uh, short field. Let's let's go. And you know, hold them to a field goal. You know, you'd have also seen a defense that hey, look, some stuff's got to get cleaned up. So I think they would have made an impression today. I don't. I don't know how good of an impression that, that you'd have seen from the offense from a line standpoint, but you know, if you're a receiver, you're like, man, those dudes were getting open deep all day. You know, the quarterback's got to make a couple better throws, but those dudes were dropping balls. Man, I wouldn't make that, I wouldn't drop that ball. And, and so I like that Notre Dame remained aggressive there, but and it was a it was a great day. It was a, a loud. I thought the crowd was well, for Notre Dame was loud for this kind of opponent. It wasn't loud for like a USC loud or something Look, like that, but I thought it was pretty decent for the crowd. I, I, I will say this, and I'm biased because I do it at a much lower level, right? I was not a fan of the PA announcer today. I Number one, he said Cam Hart dropped a ball, which doesn't play offense. It was intended Joe, for Cam Hart. Joe Wilkins. Correct. So got that one wrong. Dude, you can't get the home team wrong, number one. <laughs> number two, that whole um, that whole situation when David Bell got hurt, and then it ended up being the next play was a fourth down mm-hmm. because it was an incomplete pass and all that. He didn't tell anybody anything. Like it's your job to get people fired up. My the entire side of the stadium that I was on was sitting on their hands on a fourth down, and it was still a pretty big deal, right? At that point in the game, and everybody's just like, "Well, I, I, it was a first down already." Yeah. Like, dude, you got to inform people. You got to let them know it's fourth down, man. Like, you got to get the crowd fired up. He's just kind of there doing his thing. He's not Mike Collins, man. He doesn't get the crowd fired up, and I. Got a huge problem with that, man. You got to bring the heat. Yeah, we, you, the drums got you fired up. <gasps> PA announcers got you fired up. Uh, 
But, you know, to me, I think for so to answer Ryan's question, though, I think this was a good day for recruiting. I don't think this was a Notre Dame sealed the deal. But I also don't think how the game per, goes is really the, the, the main thing, Ryan. I mean, remember Manti Teo visited in 2008 when Notre Dame lost to Syracuse, who, right. who had just fired no. their coach, and they were throwing snowballs at the Notre Dame players. Right. And he watched the second half indoors because he was so hot, but or so cold, I mean. But I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was a a a bad day. I think it was a good day. You know, it was a beautiful day in South Bend. Uh, I doubt 18 and 17 year olds get as impacted by the heat as as two old geezers like yeah. <laughs> you and I. My son wasn't as bothered as I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was out playing soccer all morning this morning, but no, I think Ryan, it was a good day for recruiting. And look, they're three and oh, they're going to, you know, there's a good chance they're going to be a top 10 team here coming up here pretty soon. But, uh, you know, no, I think it was a good day from a recruiting standpoint. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.